Well, we slept together. Far out. No, I thought you were going to tell me that you had to kill a wombat for food or something. This needs to stay between us, all right? Oh, yes, if I'm going to blab this around, mate. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbours CJ, Kate and Bea Let's get the neighbours Hi, this is Neighbours. We continue to be the Neighbours Recap Podcast. We discuss episodes of the still afloat Aussie soap Neighbours that we've consumed on our television screens. I'm Vaya. I have difficulty suspending disbelief when I consume soap operas. I have Kate, who's also known as at Remude on Twitter. Hi, everybody. I have beloved return guest, friend of the pod, legal eagle, Rebecca Dahl. Beck, hello. Hi. I'm very excited to be here. Oh, thanks for just, you know, being excited for Neighbours and being up to date, which is more than Kate and I can yeah, say. I'm 100% up to date. Well I'm done. quite proud of myself. Do you watch it live? Uh, no, I usually watch it. Wow, I'm really giving away the uh, the secrets here. I watch it on about 10-minute delay So I like because I like to be able to fast-forward through the ads. Oh, so okay. I watch it while yeah. I'm eating my dinner. Life hack. Yeah. Uh, and CJ is uh, – we've put her on a bus to Brisbane to just take a week to recuperate from um, her lacerated liver. Can I side note yeah. that specific topic about the bus to Brisbane? So – Oh, was it a train? Sorry, was it a train? To oh, sorry, it was a train. It was a train, yeah. yeah. Because, so Paul obviously did that because he couldn't fly because of the, the lacerated liver. L- lacerated liver. Um, but when I was 18 for schoolies, my friends and I, no. we caught the train to Brisbane and then a bus to Noosa from that point. You got mm. the party train. Wow. Was that a boozy train? It was awful. <laughs> it was so awful that I c- could not. This that man would not be able to do it. Actually, at the time when I watched it, I was looking up timetables and it was going to be something like a 36-hour trip. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. That man has got a lasseted liver. Yeah, no. Lasseter's liver. And it was just, honestly, and we actually caught a coach all the way back um, from Brisbane. Still sounds awful. It was a hell of a lot better than catching okay. the train <laughs> because the train doesn't stop for you to get out. So, like, it stops at stations. Nobody ever goes in. But at least the coach will stop at a roadhouse for, say, half an hour so the driver can get a meal or whatever and you can get out and you can buy your packet of twisties. Yeah. You can stretch your legs. Breathe breathe the air. Yeah. And, you know, back in the day they were, like, changing the VHS out. You know, you could watch Lethal Weapons (laughs) 1, 2 and 3. But the actual train journey was so horrendous. What do you reckon Paul's doing on that train journey to pass the time? Oh, he's probably playing um, chess with Jimmy. Got the back catalogue of Wordle, <laughs> New York Times how subscription. Bloody is, how bloody great is Wordle? It's just a, I'm, I'm on every Wordle that you can find. It's a nice little reprieve for the day. Can you imagine Paul Robinson in a roadhouse is what I was just <laughs> thinking, like getting a couple of fried dimmies and a potato cake? And he'd be getting a latte and he'd be like, Ugh. Yeah, like trying to get a milk, like trying to get like a ristretto or some kind of yeah, yeah. specification that they don't do. So, Kate and I are a wee bit behind, but we're just going to look at our leisure, like Marlene on a cruise, we are just going to leisurely shallow paddle through the episodes we have just caught up on, and they are, and I have been putting them off, they are the Riverbend episodes, Drive Me Round the Bend episodes. We'll get to them in a moment. Neighbours Council Business. Sweetie, it's just business. There's pretty much one sole item of Neighbours Council Business, isn't it? Big news dropped. Yeah, massive. By a two little Instagram pictures. 
on whose pages? On Jason Donovan and Kylie Minogue's. It took me a while to realise Jason was on board as well. <laughs> Kylie really took the oxygen for that, for well, that drop. Well, now they're back together. <laughs> together. <laughs> I want to show you my heart is also true. <laughs> and all the love I have is especially for you. Sorry, that was unfair. No, do not apologise. We might release that. Spotify drop. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I... I think it's lovely. I think this is the greatest fan service. Oh. Even if you weren't around for the 80s era, they were the two that made the show. And we wouldn't have been watching it through the 90s had it not been such a rip-roaring success then. I was beside myself mm. excited. What I was actually shocked about was on the internet, that general place, a lot of people seemed annoyed. Yeah. And oh. I was annoyed at them yes, as a me result. Too. Me too, Beck. Ungrateful shits is yeah. what I thought. Like it seemed to be like people were sort of saying, oh, well, you know, that's going to take away from the current cast. It's not. Give a shit. Bring back Kylie Minogue. And also imagine Rebecca Omaloglu standing next to Kylie Minogue. What a day. Oh, what a day. Wonderful shot. Bring them all in. As I've said in the mainstream media, I've done a few interviews, come one, come all. I want it like... A, a mob scene in The Simpsons. I want every single character we can yeah. get. Like that artwork that that yeah. artist did recently. Just get everyone in. Every multiple incarnations. Get all the Lucys, all the all the Summers, like oh, yes. all the all the Declans, fake and real. Like get them all in. No, no, just leave fake ones. <laughs> Sorry, everyone but fake one. I just, I just Fierce think it's Fierce. beautiful. Yes, Fierce oh, and yes. Now, can you remind me, Kate? You'll be the person for this mm-hmm. job. Will Harlow, are Harlow and Scott related? Yes, he is her great uncle. Surely we've got to get some like Jason and Gemma Donovan business for us. I, I would just love them to look at each other and go, wow, those jeans were pretty strong, weren't they? Yeah, that's what I want. I so. feel like she's the driving force behind how this happened. Like she's like, Dad, some stuff's come up at work. Uh, Dad, <laughs> if you could drop down and uh, see me, that'd be amazing. I, I love how it's all come together. So the, the Ky- and Kylie lives in Melbourne again now. Perfect. It's it's kis- it's kismet. And because, I, you know what? They didn't. They weren't obliged to do this. They didn't need no. to. They they're not doing it for for like bloody peach, are they? They're doing it for the fans. So <laughs> and, you know what? And the interviews they've given over the years um, reflect that they didn't want to overshadow what the show was doing. Like it would be. It would take away from the I don't know what excuses they gave, but the point is now they're they're giving it, it it's they're thanking the show yeah they're making that gesture and the images on Instagram were script close ups of the script like Scott Charlene on location yeah, at Ramsey Street exterior I've, I've overthought this but you know that's what this podcast is yeah. in many ways yep. um, safe space what do you think the relationship between Kylie and Jason is IRL IRL yeah. Oh, because I could only think of Scott and Charlene because I was you, thinking it would be like Cath Day Night and Kel. <laughs> oh, yes. I would love. Do you f- think they communicate? Like do you think this is the first time they've seen each other in 20 years or they're like Facebook friends? Oh, well, well or- I'm obsessed with this now. That yeah. sounds be like Facebook all I've been able to think I reckon about. Just, they would have casually kept in touch. I don't think there'd be bad yeah. blood between yeah, them. Yeah, maybe they've sent, like if there was a milestone birthday, maybe they sent mm. a card or okay. flowers or something. Like maybe like old work colleagues sort of. They but- seem like pleasant people. Yeah, they? like the Friends cast, it's very rare that they're all in the same room, but they, you know. They celebrate each other. Well, it's all I've been able to think about. Well, now it's all I'll think about. Yeah. I, a few of, um, usually men in my life, have sent a few messages saying, 
oh, she's had a lot of work done for a mechanic. And I'm like, you know what? She, she lives on the GC, mate. Have yeah. you been there? You've got to yeah. keep up with the Joneses. And she's got a very well-greased face from being under those cars. 100%. So she, she's not been out in the sun. She's been under a car. Plus, she may have had a few wrenches to the forehead yeah. that she's had to get sorted out. So. I hope she turns up in overalls. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I Look. Oh, I'll tell you, if they can find an old Kingswood and convert it back into Bertha, <laughs> yeah. that would be bloody awesome. And look, it's probably going to be barely a minute of a scene. As I l- just think it's we take it as the little nugget that it is and enjoy. Yeah. As long as she doesn't, Charlene doesn't bring her brother along. Yeah. Look, just uh, when I say everyone's welcome. <laughs> specifically, I can think of like maybe what two, at least two people. There's at least maybe certainly not five, welcome. six people <laughs> shouldn't be near that street. Yeah, but we'll just say most ninety nine percent of people are welcome on Ramsey Street. <laughs> so let's get into chatting about it and Patreon. I I'm gonna drop down the fee to the lowest fee so that everyone is just paying the lowest fee because the content is trickling away. At a slow pace. So, and then I'll figure out what I'm doing with it. But just FYI, it's I am thinking about it, patreon.com slash neighbourspod, thinking about it a lot and what I'm trying to do. But it's just really been, whew, it's been a slog to try to mm. figure out. Because also, real talk, I feel very excluded. It's a very harsh word. I feel very removed from all the celebrations that are going on because we're seeing you know, cast parties and lunches and farewells here and there, but we're not part of that because we're not a sanctioned official part of Neighbours. So I feel like they're all getting to do their farewells, but we're sort of stuck off to the side and it's all happening away Mm. from us. So I just, I'm having, trying to figure out how I fit into everything and I haven't yet. So we'll see. Uh, But we'll probably go do one more more last jaunt to Pinnock and have a great time. Maybe Maybe we'll have a, um, we should do the studio tour. And no, we should do a um a footpath picnic like <laughs> protesters. Well, I was going to say <laughs> like Gazcat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old ungrateful residents of Pinot Court are going to be pretty pissed off when they lose their security guard. Oh, yeah, and their little um, retainer. So okay, business out. And someone said in the coming episodes in the UK pace, Paul's dropped a little. It's just business to raise. So which people think think is a nod to us, but I'm using audio from the show. So are they like? It's like life imitating art, imitating life. It's very meta. It's like, but we'll, we'll, when it happens, we'll drop it in. So she's doing business with you. Okay, River Bend. What's around the River Bend? Or can we rename it River Bang? River Bang. <laughs> Drive me round the bend. This is, look, not going to lie, this is one of the reasons I have hit a snag in my viewing journey. Just just like, just like Harlow did. I was going to say, just like Harlow, she hit a snag. She hit a shag on a rock is what she did. Let's, let's front foot it. It's ruined Ned. Ruined him. Ruined just, him. Wow. And they've slowly ruined him this, over this the years. Is, this is not, what the, this is not the, the tipping point for you, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Nettie Allen. Nettie well, Allen. It wasn't when he was dating schoolgirl Yashvi where you go, no. hey, this guy's actually a sex offender. No, she was 19 by then. She, well, she was 18. She was, she'd, she was doing year 13. She was repeating. Still gross. You know what? Oh, it's gross. This is the, it's a cumulative effort. He's, in real life, if you knew him in real life, you knew a guy in his 20s that you worked with down at the coffee shop or whatever, and you knew that this guy, even though he was a good-looking, nice guy, was dating a schoolgirl, wouldn't you just go, I think I'm going to vomit. Yeah, Get away from me. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld. That, that's what I'm saying. It's cumulative. That was the beginning of the end. This is the end. Because he, Nettie Allen, 
He's like, oh, we're not really family. She moved into your house as a teenager. <laughs> she was, is, was your stepmother's stepmother's step-granddaughter. Hu- husband's, yes, yeah, ste- your stepmother's step-granddaughter. And she was a teenager schoolgirl living in your home and she was the only family, you were the only family, that unit was the only family that she knew you know in this country. And then she lost her mother and she was vulnerable. Fuck you. Sorry. Just because around. it's legal doesn't make it okay. The uh, Ned Willis story. Oh. <laughs> so I feel like if you're having to persuade someone with the phrase, oh, we're not really family, it's still very morally questionable. I say this to a lot of uh, headline cases that have made news in Australia, particularly in recent years. It's still bad if you seem a little bit rapey. Like, you know, they're all like, oh, I didn't technically, I didn't. You know, but you seem a bit rapey. So I think that needs to stand for something. <laughs> if also, it seems a little sketchy, it's still bad. Can we can we talk about how uncomfortable that rock was? <laughs> well, Ben Hall himself in his Insta stories was like, that was the most uncomfortable place I've ever sat. Like, <laughs> no, I, but d- did they actually shag on a rock? I, th- yeah. I, I assume that they would have been, well, if we're going to discuss things, I, I assumed that maybe she would have been leaning against the rock. Oh, no. No, Kate, no, I don't think they were because – I hate myself, right? So yeah. I watched it again this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Um, and Beck what- tried to talk to me about it and I yeah, shut Vaya, it down. Yeah, Vaya shut me down. So basically, Vaya, shut your ears. What happened was they were lying on the rock. Harlow jumped her cousin. Then he took his shirt off. And away they went. And Sorry. away they went because then when it – I was going to say pulled away, but that's probably not the best phrase to use. Uh, then when it came back afterwards – they were lying on the rock again. So I think, and Nettles had to do up his little shorts. And she didn't even take her bra off. Can we think of the That's Life headline? That, <laughs> so like a shag on a rock and I got leeches on my ball bag. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant. When I had sex with my cousin. Yeah. I thought you meant my, yeah, my step. What is she? She my Shagged my step cousin. Yeah. On a rock. I and I got leeches on my ball bag. Yeah, I mean, oh. in their at least at the very least, they had cleansed themselves first. They had they had they hadn't bathed, but then they bathed in the waterfall. Oh, mate, they need to jump in a vat of hand sanitizer, <laughs> and she needs to get like a Plan B or something. Oh, and it was stats. not sexy in any way. No, the, I will the one moment because so I had seen this in promos that it was leading up to this, and it was just making me feel ill and sad, sad. Just because it was so male gazy, just like, oh, and all the shots of Harlow taking her clothes off in the waterfall and all these crop tops she's so, been wearing so lately. I was watching that and going, Jesus Christ, lady, you're going to fucking freeze. Yeah. Strip off before you get in the water. You know what else <laughs> I clothes too? Back too. You don't wear a black bra under a white shirt. You yeah. don't wear a black bra twin set going bloody hiking in the wilderness no. yes, at true. Riverbank. I mean, Bloody goals, though, wearing matching bra and undies. Oh, yeah. I don't well. think – I mean, I'll, that'll never happen again for no, me. No. I mean, unless it's Mother's Day tomorrow, unless there's some matching set that's awaiting me tomorrow, <laughs> that's never going to happen again. For when you go rock shagging. Do you know I had a Delta Goodrum matching set? I had like – she had an underwear line and I had like a lavender purple <gasps> Delta matching twin set. And I had Love Kylie Oh, well, I was going to say, I worked for the company that made Love Kylie. Loved Love Kylie. And we would just, they would just be given samples away to us all the time. Oh. I had like a whole special underwear drawer just <gasps> overflowing with Love Kylie stuff. I've personally never had any neighbours underwear. Oh, there was about only about four months in my life where I could fit into them. and then, But it was a fun time. It was wow. a fun four months. There was, I will give credit to, it seemed for a moment 
that it was kind of Harlow's crush that was building. I would have respected the storyline if Harlow was like, I have developed feelings for this hot older guy that I live with because she has been following him around on her little like sleuthing missions. And she did say, like she kissed him, like she was checking him out. She was nudging him away from Amy and then she kissed him and said, oh, is it okay that I did that? But he's the shitbag that goes, oh, yeah, that's okay. I'm just waiting for Amy to turn up and Ugh. what? Anyway, it's ruined him. I'm, I've quit him. He's, Ned's over. Ned is cancelled party. Jump the but Ned. You know what? It's very brave of you Thank to come you. to this point. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. I'm uh, 90% there. <laughs> What's the redeeming quality for you, Beck? Don't you think he's a, like the saddest bitch? He is a bit, actually. For going back to Amy? Oh, I think Amy Ugh, is Amy. Amy. What are you doing? Look she wants the- all that she wants. Here's another baby. She's gone tomorrow, boy. All that she wants. Here's another baby. But no, you can't manage the three adult babies you've got, honey. She needs to get a life, seriously. She's, she'd be on Reddit, on like one of those narcissistic <laughs> parent forums. She's got a van. What does she need a kid? She a van. Has, she has let herself down because the Amy Greenwood I know and love is not this pathetic. No. no. Okay. And and if she was, like, she should have done it Izzy style, just going, well, I want it. That's the sperm I want. Let's go. Let's break into Erinsborough Hospital. Get it done. Do you, don't, you don't need a man. Right. I'm going to backpedal a minute. Riverbend. What's around the riverbend? I will never get over the fact that old mate Glenn, Paul's brother, won a mailing list competition to go to this so school camp. <laughs> and then again, the saddest bitch. Because he did, doesn't have any friends. What a toolie. He yes. was a toolie. He would have been on that train and bus to Noosa. Invited Nicolette along. And they've barely stood near each other. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Again, this is a safe space. Mm. I'm a bit attracted to Glenn, I oh, think. Okay. Rebecca Dahl, you and me both, and it's weird. It's and, weird. And he always takes his shirt off on Instagram and that does not help It's me uncomfortable, isn't it? it? So if we had him as a guest right now, you guys would be kind of like a bit. I'd be frothing. Yeah. Go sure. listen back. I'll be like me in the Ben Hall episode. Not that not that. And extreme. then I'd be a little bit, it's bad boy Sonny Bennett and he's going to murder us. Let's get him on. <laughs> yeah, we, we are Instagram friends and he watches my Instagram stories where I play with my toddler. So he's like invested in my yeah. journey at this and point. And we're going to have to watch a few E Street videos beforehand. So yeah. He, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Collected. A, okay, a, good. Yeah. No, I just, I just want to be honest about Is that. It, there's got to be a vibe. And I, I, Beck's watched ahead. He better be pashing Therese at some point. I 100% <gasps> so appreciate how much he's grown into looking like Stefan Dennis. Yes. I know. Like, he looks more like Stefan Dennis now than when they originally cast him as Glenn. It's fantastic. So It would be bloody great to see him and Jason and Stefan together yeah. because they do plausibly look like brothers. That's true. So he's assembled this motley crew to go down – to the world's shittiest holiday. It's awful. And they're like, let's canoe, let's it's hike. Sc- it's a school camp. Let's do orienteering. I'm like, none of that sounds fun or relaxing. Who wins a trip to go to a school camp? Yeah, it's not okay. Okay, the, yeah, UK listeners, that essentially looked as shit as a average school camp. Mm. And my our neighbour just got back f- from school camp, her daughter, and I was saying, how was camp? She's like, ugh. I'm like, oh, not great. She's like, the food was so bad. And like in 30 years since I've been mm. going to school camps, the food has not improved. Yeah, slop. Yeah. So I can't imagine they were – and like it seemed like one person was cooking for them all too because they were setting the table for dinner. I, I love that kids' um, palates have improved dramatically since we were kids yeah. as well. So it would be an even more of an affront to the senses <laughs> yeah. than it was for us. It's like, uh, where are my bow buns and my, you yeah. know <laughs> – 
<laughs> bento my, box. My nephew went on his first ever school camp this week because, you know, like COVID and everything, and they went to Emerald. Oh, yeah. That's uh, like, like Chris Puff- and Mari's plant farm. What's <laughs> no, it's near Puffing Billy. They just went to the outer suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> well, Riverbend seems to be the outer suburbs because Kiri can pop up and down and Amy and David can pop up and down. So we meet Kiri, who, of course, we find out immediately is Glenn's uh, estranged Love daughter. Child. Love child. Yeah, with Barbara. Hello, saucy Barbara. What a name. Babs. Babs. Babs and Glenn. Um, she is a young Barbara, I reckon. Yeah. Because, what, she'd be in her early 50s. Also, presumably, I'm not sure what Barbara's ethnicity would be. but Well, the fact she's been able to pass off a mixed-race child. So she, I'm not sure where, what cultural significance the name Barbara has for her. And so she's she was married and Glenn's relationship was on the rocks. So they had this affair, had a kid, and because, well, they, they were suffering with infertility issues. So she's like, well, just have this baby with the current husband. Tell you what. In the 80s, what's the song you can think of? It tells this very same story. <gasps> it was a rainy night oh. when he came. In. Sorry, I'm doing too no, much. Let's cut gra- to the chorus. Cut to the chorus. All I want to do is make love to you. What a night of love. I thought it was going to be Billie Jean that you were going to say. I don't know. No, no, no. I was thinking, was oh. it Heart? Heart. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a great song. Oh, yeah. Heart. It's awesome. Alone by Heart is one of my favorite songs. Anyway, alone, which is many trajectories on neighbours. Anyway, this camp, maybe it would be fun if you were an, a group of outdoorsy people. Like if you were a, a yeah. running group or a, yeah, yeah, those people that are adult scouts. Like if you yeah, do that's mm, weird. If into, you, yeah, if you're into triathlons or something yeah. like that, you want to go out there, do a bit of like, I feel like there'd be a ninja course there or something like that. Something that would no, yeah. be fun. Or yeah. if you're just into having sex with your cousin on a rock. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Or, but um, not, not if you're going for a luxury spa experience. Or you know what? Corporate team building. Um, Smacks oh, of corporate team building. Oh. Yeah, it does. It just does not seem I, like, look, yeah, fun or as, luxurious. As, I reckon if I went out there and they had a ropes course, I'd go, oh, great. I haven't done this since high school. I'm going to give it a go right now because yeah. it probably is quite fun. Guess what Vaya Pasha sat out in high school and we'll sit out again today a ropes course well, that's I'm not my gonna, nightmare i'm not going to do anything that involves falling in a creek that's 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 where i draw the line Ugh, if glenn asked me to go on that trip <laughs> i'd be like oh no i'd be like yeah let's go shag on a rock but in theory i'd be like nah this well, is i shit. thought the whole thing was going to be glenn and therese having a little romance by the moonlight or something but none of that no, anyway she's got better shit to do with her time she did essentially <clears> staying <throat> in accommodation that is for school students yeah, and a big cabin, and they're all like bunking in together. I mean, thank God there was an attempted murderer there because <laughs> otherwise it would have been so boring. Bit of incest, bit of murder. That's what and that place needed. Aaron was actually. off camera reading a book. Oh my God, with those headphones. It was so and funny. And just scowling. I mean, that's very out of character for him. He nearly got to the end too. He made oh, a good inroad. They were reading that. The, the book that's been the, the bone of contention is that depressing oh, book as well. Kazuo Ishiguro, yes. Never Let Me Go. Yes. Oh. Jesus. Did, Anyone? No, but I was just thinking Bone of Contention could also be the Ned Willis story. (laughs) Could be the title of this episode. (laughs) The Ned Willis story. (laughs) So I love that that has taken our focus because the actual murder plot left me wanting a little bit because I just didn't care. It didn't didn't involve anyone I knew very well or was invested in. I've forgotten the guy's name. What's the guy's Uh, name again? You have to forget Gareth. Gareth. (laughs) Gareth. Because it doesn't fit anybody his age. That villain, that villain Gareth. Remind me why. And his brother Kenneth. Why did Gareth get murdery? 
Gangs, Beck. Gangs. Just for gang reasons. Gangs. Yeah. That's about as deep as Was it there went. Was a fight club in there or something? And the South Melbourne market. Oh, yeah. The, the, dim, sims. dim sims. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wanted the really good ones. They were sold out. So, so what happens is that so Garrett's alleging that Freya's stalking him. Yeah, he he took her name through the mud and this is another reason I'm shat off with Ned is he just was like, she's another crazy woman like Scarlett. I'm like, first of all, these are both women that have been practically abused by their ex-lovers, so come farm. I am disappointed in the scriptwriters for – Coming up with yet again another mm. um, crazy, crazy bitch and, trope. And everyone's status quo was we just go along with that until proven otherwise. But if I crazy lived, until proven sane. If I lived in Ramsey Street, I'd be deeply suspicious of every new person yes. I met. Well, true. You never know, they could turn out to be a murderer. Yeah. There's been too many on that Especially street. Especially in the wilderness. So he comes back and finds Freya. Because, oh, he's dark on her because she's called the cops. She's gone to the cops, which is Levi. So it's hardly calling the cops. Yeah. I know. Finally, he realized how incompetent he was. <laughs> it's not like she called the Sarge and now they're on to him and whatever, gang. So he's on the rampage and shoots Levi. Yeah. I've got questions. Yeah. How did he know they were at the river bend? Why did he have a gun? I, the biggest question of all was why did he think he held a gun up and why did he think he needed to add a rock? to the threat of a gun. He's, yeah. he's, he's pointing his gun at Levi and then he picks up a boulder and whole hoists it up over his shoulder as an additional threat. I'm like, the gun Mate, feels like enough. The gun, yeah. it's like. Use your second hand to steady the gun to, to improve your accuracy. Rock, mate. paper, scissors, you don't need to be adding paper. <laughs> Just don't worry about it. Have none of these people heard of shallow bush graves as well? <laughs> dig, dig, dig the hole first, dump him in. Yeah, like that one Millsy fight in. That's good. Yeah. That's quite a deep grave, actually, too. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking about how much of a bastard would it have been to dig that hole? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hard work. <laughs> so, and meanwhile, Levi and Freya's confessed to Levi that she's into him. For reasons unclear. And to he's me, like, frankly, aren't but... you looking for your missing boyfriend right now? And I'm, she's I'm, like, I'm confused. By and the she, whole story. she was annoyed with him, like, it's not the point. I'm like, for Levi, it's the point. I'm confused <laughs> by Freya. I don't know why she's in my life. Why is she hanging around? I don't know why she's, she's a good actress, though. Yeah, but she can do that anywhere. She can be on Summer Bay. I'm not going to watch her on that, am I? Well, she, you might have to in a few months. But, but yeah, so old mate Gareth then finds Freya and abducts her and sticks her in the minivan where, unbeknownst to anyone, Aaron's fall as- fallen asleep in the back seat. And this might, maybe I'll save this for Shitizen, but. Glenn, don't leave the keys in the ignition. Yeah. I don't care if you're in the country. Yeah. Very trusting. Just, it's it's a higher vehicle. You're not going to get your bond back for that. Aaron was very relatable to me because <laughs> I, I can fall asleep anywhere. Like, I've fallen asleep in nightclubs, literally. Like, I just love sleeping. It's my favourite thing. <laughs> and if I was in a bus on the world's most boring holiday, 100%, I'd be asleep. And mm. I'd hope that people would just leave me in the bus. Especially if you're not into the book you've brought. I was going to say, probably be two pages in and be like, oh, that's enough. Yeah. Eyes <laughs> just <Eyes are closing. laughs> And if I woke up and someone had their hands cable tied to the steering wheel, I'd be like, oh, yeah, this seems also, more interesting. He, so he's got this knife. Like, old mate's pulled over to fix the car tyre and – Aaron finds a fishing knife, thanks to Freya, pointing it out, and is trying to cut the cable ties off. And halfway through, he just loses interest. Yeah, that's the most bizarre (laughs) part. What an idiot. He should have persevered trying to help her, you know, be freed, and then they could both fight him. Also, just or hand her the knife so she could do it herself because she's a nurse and probably could. Yeah, and Aaron, God bless you, but you're not cut out for this. 
So he just is like, oh, well, um, I'm a beefy guy. I'll just go bash him out the back of the van. Yeah. And instead, this was gruesome. Yeah, it was awful. Um, Gareth beats Aaron with a wrench. Yeah, that yeah. was unpleasant. That was that was akin to when Toadie got beaten up and left in the rowboat. I mean, I guess it did have to be severe to to prompt what happened next, which is then – so David and Amy have driven up because Amy wants to profess her love for Ned. Oh, my God, the Amy. saddest yes. And David's like, I want to say sorry to my husband for being a dick because of reasons I can't remember because I wanted to keep – he wanted to keep our niece as our daughter and I said no. Oh, but also then there's that strange man, the strange cleaner. Oh, my God, he's so yeah, strange. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with that guy. No. I'm not comfortable at all. I don't understand. Like, Aaron's genuinely hot. Oh, Why would David even yeah, contemplate exactly. having an affair? But he, he wasn't. We, That's the thing. It's he, not like this guy's a surgeon or no. something. It's not like there's some kind of hidden charisma. I mean, think it's because of that weird hairstyle David's rocking. Maybe. I no. don't know. I'm saying, I don't think, what, what would David's attraction to this cleaner be? And no, no shade to cleaners because as we've learned oh, in no. recent years, they have kept society f- afloat. This guy's just a weirdo. Yeah. And he's got no boundaries. And I very much applaud the choices this actor is making because they are unique. Yeah. And I they've really kept me surprised. <laughs> um, he's leaving notes in these books he's sharing with David and he's, then later he's going into the hospital room and telling Aaron that he's got to leave David and they're, they're, like they're putting moves on each other. He's telling, telling Mick all about his love for David. No, Mick. I'm not even up to that. Oh, sorry. No, oh, no, it's sorry. fine. Spoil away. Oh, well, spoiler, Mick's back. Oh, no, I know that Mick's back. <laughs> I know that Mick's back because I'm like, oh, I've got a bit of Mick fatigue. So they are driving back. They find Freya and Aaron and in the middle of all of this, um, the van hits – yeah, the van has hit a tree. Because they swer- – I think didn't Freya swerve to not hit Levi? Yeah, because Levi's <laughs> – lying wounded on the road and also I keep wanting to call him Patrick from Winners and Losers because that's yes. who he is. Patrick from Winners and Losers goes through the windshield and is left yeah. for dead on the road. And then David turns up. And look, David and Freya are medical professionals. Fir- they act as first responders would on the scene. They're checking everyone's, what Vitals. are they called? Vitals. Get the lay of the land. Send Aaron and Levi back with Amy played all of this brilliantly. Which I think is amazing mm. because I think if I was a doctor and my husband was in grave, mm. serious situation, I'd be like, I'm going with Yeah, him. I think yeah, that's, that's it. That's that's quite a this redeeming. Guy, this guy is beyond my help. I'm going with him right now. And I'll leave the nurse with him. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's quite redeeming because, mm. yeah, he just put him in a car with Amy who was quite rattled herself. And I just think she did a great job, like ferrying them off where they needed mm, to go yeah. to the regional hospital, and then again on to Erinsborough. The the strangest part of this whole situation is that there, there comes a point that they, I don't know, that they need to do some treatment on him. I think to get open his airway, and that might work. Oh, or of the um, the villain, yes, yeah, Gareth, right? He's barely breathing. There should be an OPA in the kid. Okay. My name's David. I'm a doctor. I'm just gonna put something in your throat. It's gonna help you breathe. Okay. He was gonna kill me. I thought he killed Levi and Aaron. He did that to Aaron? He just kept hitting him. He can't survive this. And at this point, David's reached for the tool, the device that he needed. And this is the point where Freya says, just so you know, he's the one who beat your husband to within an inch of his life. Anyway, as you were. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do with that information what you will. (laughs) But the thing is, I feel like there's enough plausible deniability in that this guy could have been much closer to death than he was. Yeah. But to say to anybody else was 
there was no point in doing this. He was he'd already died. I was confused by Freya's motivation about wanting him to die. I also think she hadn't had time to get her head around the scenario because for all she knew the day before, he still loved her and he was on the on the yeah. lamb uh, running from thugs and suddenly he's back, he shoots the guy she's crushing on and beats her neighbour and now she's like recalibrating. What? And he kidnapped her yeah. and all that. Like I feel he was actually on his way to kill her at that oh, point. Yeah. Oh, probably yeah. Actually, okay, yeah, no, that's probably mm. enough motivation. It, but But I just don't think she had got her head together in that moment, it was a visceral reaction. Like mm. whatever information's coming out of her mouth is just, oh, my God, I'm processing, here it is. I don't understand how David could be charged with anything at this point. He was offering first aid. Mm. Surely at, at the very worst it would be some sort of medical malpractice or something like that, but it wouldn't be murder. But also he's in shock because he's mm. just seen his husband the way yeah. he was. And so really anything he does at that point is just extreme mm. distress that he's under mm. and he did the best that he could in that moment. Do what, I feel like this is just a um, gives people a reason not to help out in first aid situations <laughs> because you never know if you stuff up you can. I think um, I like it though as a storyline because I like David not being a straighty 180. I liked the moral quandary of yeah. it too. I, I enjoyed him then grappling with it. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it. Like yeah. afterwards go, oh, no. I'm like, mate, you made a call. It was a bad call. You think it, just suck it up. <laughs> and I do sort of enjoy like where that storyline's gone Ooh, now okay. yeah. too. Like I, yeah, that's intrigued me a bit. Okay. So as much as I thought in the moment it was stupid, I think for storyline it's kind of interesting. Back on Riverbang, the other bang we got mm-hmm. was wonderful Nicolette and oh, Kiri. yes. Nicolette is like letting her hair down, mum's weekend away without the kid, I'm going to be saucy Nikki and I'm going to have my flirt on with Kiri, um, who's very personable, charismatic, mm. doesn't care that Nicolette was whinging mole. When yeah, they great had, body. Yeah, <laughs> and just gorgeous, let's have a wonderful romp. Um, and they were immediately like, I'm so connected to you, I'm so like taken with you. I'm like, okay, it's been 40 minutes, but sure. Yep. Women. Okay. I love them. <laughs> My life is complicated. I'm not very interesting. Whereas you, seeing you in your favourite place, hearing you talk, you're really special. And I'm, I'm an idiot for messing it up. Thank you for explaining. I think you're pretty special too. Really? Then they've come back from Riverbang and Nicolette is all down in the dumps because she's like, this was like someone who was into me and they may not have it happen again. <laughs> the saddest thing. <laughs> yeah. But to fast forward, Glenn is very protective of Kiri, but he can't let on why. So he's just like, oh, you guys are rushing it. But he doesn't want to seem homophobic. So he's a bit like, I mean, everything's everything's great. You, everyone you know, let, love let, is let a, love. Let a thousand <laughs> blossoms bloom. Yeah. Was, was remember the Bob Catter thing? Yeah. I mean, you know, people are entitled to their sexual proclivities. I mean, let there be a thousand blossoms bloom as far as I'm concerned. But I ain't spending any time on it because in the meantime, every three months, a person is torn to pieces by a crocodile in North Queensland. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like, oh, no, but it's fine. I just mean, is everyone rushing it? Is everyone okay? And then, but then he just can't hold back anymore. And when Kiri comes back to romance Nick and he's like, hey, let's go on a date. That was fun. Glenn's like, um, yeah, cool. Go for coffee. But she swapped babies. Funny story. (laughs) 
sold her niece to Paul, my your brother, my brother, sold her niece to my brother and then he took the baby and took it back to this other couple and they thought it was theirs for six weeks and Nicola then come. It was a hot mess, guys. Um, but, like, go on a date. Like, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just supportive of love. Like, Moonlight Cinema's still on, I think. Just check that out. But if you've got a baby, make sure you know where it is because she might steal it yeah. at any moment. And Kiri comes over to Nick's for dinner and says, hey, I heard some weird stuff. Nicolette's like, yes, but in my defence, there was context and I want to give that to you. And Kiri's like, okay, is there anything else I need to know? And then Nicolette just throws on for a bit of sugar and I took a man's lottery ticket. Yeah, like that, <laughs> she didn't need to share that. Nah. Just like, yeah, look, there's some other stuff. We'll get to it on the second date. I'm still so annoyed by that storyline. Oh, that was stupid. I don't understand it. She's maybe got a slap on the wrist or something. How did they even prove it after all this time? It's it's angering that David can still be a doctor but Nicolette yeah. can't still be a I know. nurse. You, you would think they would be begging for nurses. But I have to say, Erinsborough has some real issues with – punishments fitting crimes like they either go one way or the other mm. either like you can murder someone and they'll be like don't even worry about it or you can like accidentally bump into someone and Tony gets you put in jail for a year <laughs> like it's just the consequences and actions or you can burn down Erinsborough High and then come back for your assignments yeah it's fine don't even worry about it that girl oh Aubrey God. that is so annoying with your deaf grandma Surely she would be sent to like the distance education high school instead or something to, to sort out doing homeschooling. She should. Yeah, Jane. It doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Should have arranged that better. But you know she's um, she's at a low ebb because her hair's down. She's yeah, usually that's when you know. got a very smart ponytail happening. So Glenn comes back, confides, confides into Ray's that he's got this love child. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> to Ray, just like especially oh, the men in my life. Yeah. Ugh. Um, oh, yes, I remember when my first husband's <laughs> love child turned yeah. up. Turned out the mother was my neighbour across the street. Yeah, it's fine. Don't even worry about it. Mm. My second husband, well, he had <laughs> twins turn up. Yeah, there's an, anon- <laughs> there's an anonymous we can join down at the community centre about this. Oh, so meanwhile, the outrageous part is that they've brought this all these victims back from the bush and then everyone's like, hey, where are Harlow and Ned? They've just gone wandering. This is like the headcount in the fire where it's like, oh, by the way, Jane's out there somewhere. (laughs) Everyone seemed like equally concerned and not concerned about Ned. Like it was just very strange. I mean, Levi got shot by this this whack job out in the bush. But then they caught him. But they caught him. Oh, yeah, I guess he could have done a few. But I'm angry at them because it's a very real risk to go missing in the bush Mm. in, in the rugged lands of Australia. So Ned comes back having done the deed with his step cousin, Nettie Allen, and Amy's like, Oh, I missed you. I'm so happy you're safe. I love you. Um, can we get back together? And he's like, Oh, gonna have to give this a think. And even who I don't know who it was to rage or someone was like, Maybe maybe that says all it needs to say. Yeah. That reaction. Maybe she should have said that to Amy. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're back on. And then Harlow's like, well, what are you going to go back to Amy for? She keeps dropping you like a hot potato. And he's like, what do you care? You jealous? I'm like, I don't want any of this frisson between this family, these family members. No. Yuck. Just because people are young and hot and blonde. It's not okay. Okay. So was there anything else? I'll probably – oh, and then Kiri tells us that 
Riverbang's uh, bookings have really died down since the murder two days ago. I mean, like, you know, Lasseter's are still trying to come back from, you know, the explosion. And the- um, and then that's the other thing that's happening is Joel Creasy's back because he's the PA to the worst fictional name I've ever heard in my life, Montana Marcel. Ugh. Ugh. It's like a 12-year-old has in a creative writing exercise. Because I keep calling her Montana Cox in my mind yes. and I'm not 100% sure if that's worse. I think it's the combination of Montana with Marcel that really yeah. is like chalk, nails down a chalkboard for me. Like Montana Johnson or something would have been more palatable. Do you think it's her real name or do you think she named herself that when she became famous? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a fake name for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. Then that checks mm-hmm. out. So, yeah, Fashion Week at Lasseter's is going to come Montana Marcel, who seems to be a one-woman show, aside from Mick. No, they keep saying we're going to host Montana Marcel's Fashion Week. That's not how Fashion Weeks work. No. Okay, not just me then. How how shit is her brand that she's doing it at a suburban shit hotel? Slash winery. In in Erinsborough. (laughs) It's all very confusing. And it's because you have like Spring Fashion Week or like L'Oreal Paris Fashion Week or whatever. Although, and you have it in desirable places that people want to go to, so you get people. People aren't going to schlep it out to friggin' Nunawadi. I mean, it's borderline that I'd schlep it out to the Docklands, where they often have it. Here. I'd, uh, I'd probably whip up a fake fashion week in the suburbs to have sex with Leo, though. But anyway, that maybe that's just me. <gasps> I know. How about that? I mean, I feel like I should be saying this is terrible, but at the same time, I'm like he seems into it. Yeah, it's fine. My point is, if you you, you don't ever have like Dion Lee's fashion week or. You know, Stella McCartney's fashion week. It's just a weird thing. If Stella McCartney got to have sex with Leo, she would do it. <laughs> all right, so that's all coming up. And I know I, every time I post an episode lately that's behind, I get comments saying, oh, were you guys only up to there? I'm like, well, yes, this is what we're up to. It's a big, difficult year. We're doing what we can. So um, let's do Citizen or Citizen of the Week slash Fortnite slash Lately. Hmm. Uh, look, Honourable mention to Amy for doing the um, ambulance drive, mm-hmm. uh, Uber ambulance driver, um, but the biggest gong for the biggest gong is citizen of the recent time to Nettie Allen Willis. Just your Willis genes have come mm. through. Big disappointment to Beth Brennan. Was really hoping for some Beth Brennan to come through when we needed her, but no, he's a Willis through and through. Ned Willis, you're dead to me. I'm sorry. You're not pictured in the final cast photo release that's dropped this week, and I'm not sad about it. Don't bang your step-cousin. She was in your house as a vulnerable teen. She's clearly not over those issues. You've seen her mother die. Um, now she's packed off to London, whatever. Like, um, It's gross. You got younger and younger. You started off being into 40-something-year-old women, and then you went. You dropped in the decades. It's weird. You weirded me out. Not in this year, not ever. Don't want it. Don't want it at all. That was beautiful, Vaya. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, Beck. That'll be up there with the "I have a dream" speech in the <laughs> in the archives. <laughs> you weirded me out, <laughs> Ned. You <laughs> creep. You gross creeper. Anyone else? I'd like to give uh, Citizen to uh, the rock that Ned and Harley <laughs> had sex on because that rock suffered it's, in it's a way been there for tens of thousands of years. That's right, and it had to. Had Rowan's shit on it before. Part of that, part of that cousin sex. So, and, and they kept saying whatever happens at the waterfall stays at the waterfall, and I just don't think anything should have happened at the waterfall. No, and that rock's going to have to live with that for the rest of its life. So, but, uh, 
there's there's no sex without consequences on neighbours. Mm. Is she going to be pregnant? Ugh. Is I it c- all going to come out? I don't want to actually even think about that. I don't want anything to have gone in. But the the <laughs> the end of my rant from before to tack on to Shitizen, there are actual people that get lost in the bush. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Russell Hill and Carol Clay, which Google that because yes. that is a fascinating story. And. You can't be wandering off without maps. And if you drop your map, go home. Go back to the cabin. Yeah, follow your steps back. Find Kiri and a little errand boy. Stay in the same spot. They always ask you to do that. That's right. Someone needed to have stayed at the cabin. And don't have sex with your cousin. Just don't do any of that. You're wasting valuable resources. That I'm angry. That river would have been freezing as well. Follow the river, like when Nicolette got lost in the grapevines. It's yeah. a line. Yes. Follow yeah. it. It'll exactly. go somewhere. Not up your cousin's bits. <laughs> Kate. Now, but coming back to that river, they knew the river was near the cabin. Find the bend. Of it's the like river. nature's it's highway. It's title. Which river do you think it really is, Kate IRL? Oh, I don't know. I think they're up somewhere in the upper reaches of the Yarra somewhere, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, they sure are. But it would be freezing cold. Well, they and were. I don't understand. They were cold that, that night before. I don't think I'd look at a river and go, yeah, I think I should get colder at this point. And people didn't have many questions. That was the only question they had, and it took them a day to think of it. Like, weren't you guys cold? Yep, we huddled. Yeah. Good chat. We sure did. Let's go ask Dry yeah. Toast some and questions like, about being held up in the ice mountain. Surely there is no shame in huddling as well. No. Like, my God, do you want them just to die of hypothermia because you're, I don't know, got some weirdo. Huddling is not the problem, <laughs> kind of values. Do you have a citizen or citizen, Kate? Um, not even you know, for, look, not even for Evil Gareth? Oh, I'm thinking of Evil Gareth and I'm not sure if he's citizen or citizen. No, he, he really a... sorted out Aaron and <laughs> I feel like saying, well, okay, well, you know, I'm going to give him a citizen. I mean, a good job for actually comprehensively knocking someone out, which never happens on Neighbours. But I'm giving him a citizen because he should have worn his seatbelt. Gosh, wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because the year went through, right, yeah. yeah. Vehicle safety. Exactly. Like it should be a, a like a reaction, you know. Just yeah, no, a, that's – I appreciate that. And it is, it, it is statistically more probable that that's how you'll – You'll go then via murdering. When you're in a van that has no bonnet on it, like, yeah, you're an idiot, mate. Yeah. And don't leave the keys in the ignition, for God's sake. Okay. All right, I'm back on the horse and I've, uh, I'm going to get smashed through some eps tonight, I reckon, Saturday night, big night at Bayer's house. And by the horse, you don't mean Ned? Never. Nope. No, never. Dead to me. Ben Hall, friend of the pod. Appreciate your work. uh, (laughs) Ned to you. He's Ned to me. That's good. I like that. Uh, pleasure to hang with you gals again. We'll have CJ's thoughts coming up soon. It, it's only fitting that when Paul's away, CJ's away. That's the only way to do it. Mm. I mean, we haven't seen her for a while, but what, was she on the train too? Yeah. I bet yeah, she was. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, enjoying some bar snacks from the middle carriage. Beck, where should people find, chat to you in, in, online apart from our Facebook group, Neighbours Council? That's where I do my best work. So just <laughs> find me there. Kate? I'm on Twitter, at Remude. I'm on Instagram a bit, Vays, V-A-Y-S. We will check in at some point soon. Appreciate your support through these strange times of neighbours. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.